Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. By Seneca Resorts and Casinos, nothing else comes close. It is the preseason home opener here at KeyBank Center tonight. Welcome into Sabres Live. It is great to be back and alongside Marty Baran. I'm Brian Duff, and we are joined by Brandon Byro of the Sabres, who gets into his second of the preseason tonight as we get underway here in anticipation of this matchup with the Bruins. Uh, congrats on the shootout winner the other night in Washington. Where did you pull that one uh, out from, given that you your record doesn't show an awful lot of shootout attempts in your pro career? Uh, I don't know, honestly. I was pretty surprised I got picked to go. Like I said, I think I've maybe taken one shootout attempt in the, maybe the last five or six seasons, so to hear my name called was, was definitely interesting, and I don't know, hit the panic button a little bit, and it just what, worked out. What was nicer, the goal or the little stick flip you did after? Like you did a little twirl in your stick blade after you put the winner in. <laughs> I don't know. That was, that was a panic celebration, that's for sure. So. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if any of it was too nice, but, you know, it works somehow. Do you feel like you're auditioning maybe for a chance to go? Because you're one for one now in the preseason. I'm saying, like, you're only as good as your last attempt, right? And your last attempt was a successful one. Are you uh, looking back to uh, the coaches and maybe walking by Seth Appert and saying, uh, hey, uh, you know, I can be your guy? <laughs> I mean, I hope so. Like he, <laughs> he said he was the one who was pushing for me to go, but oh, good. I don't know where that's been the last three years when <laughs> – and he hasn't looked my way at all. I've been looking back at him. He just doesn't look back at me. So I, I've been trying. So wow. I don't know what Typical goalie duffer. Yeah. Like, I, don't look. I know I'm getting a look from somebody, but I'm not looking. That's set right there. That's amazing. You're you're so low key about this though, and and yet your numbers uh, just scream otherwise. I mean, last year you were on such an incredible run to. You know, unfortunately, before the the season came to an end with injury, but you had 20 points in your last 12 games, and you know the the overall numbers in your time in Rochester have been terrific. How do you feel right now with this opportunity that is, uh, you know, an incredible stretch of preseason games in this this seven day window that we're in right now? Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely exciting. It's nice to play this many games in a row. You you really get back into the swing of things things pretty quickly and. You know, I think the best part about the preseason is, is the games. You know, no one wants to, to practice, you know, seven, eight times without playing. So the fact that the games are here and, and you're done with the, the summer training, um, it's nice to finally, you know, see your work kind of go to go to good use. And, you know, obviously I was hurt during playoffs last year, so it's been it's been a long off season for myself just with rehab and, and skating and, and just trying to get healthy again. So uh, just to be back out playing and, 
And it's just been a lot of fun so far. Was there a little hesitation the first scrimmage or the first battle drills? Or do you feel like, I, I don't know, some people, they're conditioned differently. They feel like they're invincible. And some other people get a little bit more tentative. What was your first, you know, test? And how did you, you know, address it and said, oh, I'm good. I'm good to go. Uh, I think just kind of given where I was at in the rehab process, I didn't really think about it too much. Mm-hmm. Um, on that, that Calder Cup run we were on, I, I think I was going to be able to come back for the finals. So I was pretty close to, to 100% back in, in middle of June. So uh, it was nice to have that all behind me. I had a good summer of, of training, and, and so that was, that was behind me. I didn't think about it at all. I mean, it's just like the general soreness from, from the first couple of days of training camps. I'm sure, you, I'm sure you know, no matter what you do in the summers, it's, it's not the same. But uh, It's nah. that bike test that gets you. The legs and the lungs are, are screaming after that. Yeah, the lungs hurt all day. I feel like you're going to cough <laughs> cough the whole day, but it's nice to get to get that out of the way whenever you get here. So you can kind of choose when you want to do it, and it's just good to get it over, I'll say that. Good. You're always looking forward, every athlete is, um, to that, you know, the next big moment. But h- how much do you think about being that close to getting in the finals last year? And, you know, it was a really good team, obviously, that you were a part of. Yeah, no, it was uh... – You know, it was really exciting. It, it definitely sucked not being able to be a part of that. And um, kind of when I when I got injured, I got my surgery. It was, you know, like I guess they kind of said it was, you know, season ending. But then, you know, we were down two nothing in the first round. I wasn't really sure how it was going to go. We ended up winning three straight. And then next thing you know, we sweep the next round. And then, you know, the days are going by. I'm starting to feel better. And all of a sudden, it's it's a real possibility that that I'm going to be able to play in the finals. So I think that's what that kind of made it the toughest was that. Uh, when I got the surgery, it was pretty devastating because I didn't think there was any chance I was back. And then, you know, once you start getting closer and, and the days are getting better and mm-hmm. you're feeling better and you're thinking there's a chance, you know, to, to get that close and, and think I'd be able to help out and, and be a part of it, uh, it was pretty tough, the fact that, you know, we were that close and, and I wasn't able to get in. It is tough, but it's also very rewarding when you're working towards a goal and you're close and you feel like you can get there, right? And you coming back from an injury was that. Last year you got to play a game with the Buffalo Sabres and now you're in training camp and, and I feel personally that you're, you're right there, right? In the group of players that are fighting or could fight for a spot for some NHL action. Um, How is that for you, handling that, knowing that, well, you know, you got a game Sunday, you're getting a game tonight, you're getting some action to prove the coaches that uh, you can stay here in Buffalo? Yeah, it's, it's a really exciting time. Uh, you know, really all you can ask for is turn an opportunity and, and get a chance to show what you can do. But, uh, you know, I don't really put too much pressure on myself. You know, I'm happy with the work I put in this summer, and, and so I feel like there's not, you know, a ton of pressure just because, you know, I've done what I could, you know, up to this point in, in my career, so... Um, you know, I'm happy with, with how things have been going, and it's definitely an exciting time and, and just looking to take advantage of, of every day here. And, you know, I'm just having a lot of fun every day. With Brandon Byro of the Sabres as uh, Buffalo host Boston tonight here at KeyBank Center. Um, Kozak and Rosean, your expected line mates here yep. tonight. Um, Kozak, by the way, had an amazing shootout goal to close out the blue and the gold script. So yeah. I, I see what's happening here. This is like the elite hands line. Um, hey, you get your opportunity, whichever you can. Talk right. to UC Jokinen about that. And oh he'll tell gosh. you that was like shootouts One. kept him in the league for a long time. <laughs> You know, he scored in in his last shootout attempt as well. Oh. At, at, it was amazing. Like, the swan song was well underway. It was like, no way, he's going to get another attempt, yeah. and he scored. Crazy. <laughs> anyway, when you look at, like, who you're playing with, what is what is that mindset like? And what are, like, because you're all kind of chasing that, 
maybe one or two spots that might be open right now. Yeah, it's uh, well, it's kind of nice to playing you know playing with some guys that I'm familiar with. Yeah. You know, played a lot with Rosie last year. Haven't played a ton with Kozak, but it's just nice to have some familiarity. You know, you feel comfortable talking to each other, and you know, the better you know all of us play individually, the better you know we're going to look as a line. And and so you're just you know you're trying to do the right things. You know, I I think you kind of run into trouble if you try to do too much. If you think, oh, I need to make this special play to to make the team, that's you know not not what's going to happen. And um, you know, for for those last few spots, you know, you're not going to be in the top six right away or you're not going to be up in the lineup so it's just about playing simple just kind of earning the coach's trust and so what about positionally though for you center wing does it seem like you're getting looks at both yeah i think well i played center last game playing wing tonight i i believe played wing in the in the inner squad game so mm-hmm. i mean i've been a center my whole life and then when i turned pro or sorry i was been a winger my whole life and then when i turned pro i, I was a centerman uh so i'm familiar with both and it doesn't really matter what about different situation, penalty kill, power play, whatnot? Like, are you kind of just waiting and saying, maybe just like the shootout, you're giving the coach a look and you say, hey, I can go kill a penalty. Get me on the ice. I, I want to earn whatever I can. Like, is there, um, do you see those opportunities also be important for you, especially in the role that, you know, you can accomplish with the team? Yeah, I think so. I was in the power play the last game, but I think today I'm just on the penalty kill. They said they wanted me to, to focus on that. And um, I'm excited for that opportunity. I mean, the there's so many skilled players, you know, on Buffalo that, you know, I, I'm not going to be a power play guy, that's for sure. So, Well, not yet, but you could be. I mean, it's not like yeah, you're we'll like, at the bottom of the barrel with the skill level. He, he accomplished, by the way, w- one of your favorite plays in the game against Washington. I can't believe you haven't brought it up. Which is? Stepping out of the box. And setting up a I'm goal. Setting up a goal. That's right. Like that you were on the ice for what a right? second when you when you fed Paterka. Like I mean, that was amazing. Yeah, I got out of the box and the puck just rimmed right to me. And I don't think the defenseman knew that I was right there, so I just kind of lifted a stick. Okay. Well, here's the question because I never got to be in the penalty box. Unfortunately, we don't. Well, fortunately, we don't get to serve. Our Despite own nearly 100 penalty minutes that's in his right. career, I did never went to the penalty box. But how much time on the clock is left before you start paying attention to where the puck is? Like, is it five seconds before you come out of the box? Is it 10? Do you always pay attention to what's happening so that you're ready when you step on? Yeah, I kind of always paying attention. Um, always looking at the bench to see if coach wants you to, to go into the D zone or, or go into, you know, and go for a change, depending on what he wants. Um, you're just praying, honestly, that they just don't score. So. <laughs> yeah. so when you get down to the last, okay, one more question about that. Are you a, a blade up type of guy on the bench or a blade down type of guy on the bench when you're sitting there? Blade up. Played up? Yeah, I always played up. You don't mind your knob getting all wet and all spit on and all of that stuff? Like, <laughs> nah. that's the thing. Guys don't like when the top of their stick, their knob of their stick gets all wet and uh, steamy. I, I don't like when the, the blade's wet. I try to dry that off when okay. I can. So so you're a blade up. I remember I had a coach in Pee Wee. He used to yell at our guys when they didn't have their blades down because they said they weren't ready to get on the ice. But you have your blade up, grab your stick, boom, you're ready to go? Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that too. But for me, I don't know. I tried... I've tried knob up before, and I don't know. It feels like awkward jumping the bench. I feel like my hands are in the right spot, so I always just go, okay. just go blade up. All right. I never had to deal with that stuff. For me, it was towel on or towel in, <laughs> like in the jersey or outside the jersey. That's what I worried about. How was summer for you, other than uh, just getting back in shape? What did you? What was the highlight? Uh, the highlights. I mean, I drove home from Buffalo right after the season, and then about a week later, I had to fly back here. My buddy had a wedding here, so. <laughs> So just Holmes, Alberta, right? Just yeah. uh, near Edmonton. Just near Edmonton, yeah. So, I mean, the wedding was probably the highlight. It was pretty low-key summer. Uh, just hung out with you know family and friends back home. Went on a couple of mini vacations with some buddies. And, How mm-hmm. many hours is the drive? 
about 32, 33 hours. So, so it's three days. Three days, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's a pretty, pretty good little hike. Okay, you got your spots. Do you, do you plan your trip ahead? Say, oh, we're gonna stop here and there, or do you just go and whatever happens? Uh, when I'm driving here, I kind of plan it out just because I'm gonna need to be productive, obviously, on the ice once I get here. Yeah. But <laughs> after the season, it's just get home as soon as you can. So U- U.S. side or Canadian side? Did you go through uh, Northern Ontario or no? Un- under the under the lakes through yeah. through the U.S. Yeah, yeah, smart. Yeah, well, college, ed- college education yes, and yes, Canadian uh, gas is a little bit more expensive. It's not pretty. So it's, it's not, not pretty. pretty. <laughs> not pretty. So, all right. What's the goal? Uh, what's the kind of the, the feel for the the group right now uh, as you head into this one tonight? What would you What would you say is is the feeling? Uh, I think it's just positive right now. I yeah. think you know expectations. The difference. Yeah. Like now that you're this far along in your career, like do you sense a difference? Yeah, I think kind of last year was a little bit different you know i think there was like some pretty good optimism in the organization that mm-hmm. there's going to be you know steps taken in the right direction and i think that you know we're just building off of that again this year i think expectations are higher you know we, we've set you know high expectations for ourselves as as a group so you know everyone's excited everyone's you know been competitive in practice but it's been like a loose feeling you know it's yeah it's been really fun to to be a part of this so far do the guys call you beersy in the locker room and are we allowed to now call you and and why Beersy? Where does that come from? Is it because the they mispronounce his name often? Yeah, well, that's that's what Biro? it was. People said Biro when I first got here, and so then it just Beersy became the nickname. But it's oh, actually it just viral. happened when you were here. Yeah, it's no one's not ever a said that. Nickname. No, okay. just here. So I thought maybe you had a wild night out, and uh, they're like, "There's Beersy coming <laughs> in." <laughs> no, I wish there was a cooler story behind <laughs> it. That, but Brandon, that's not the case. Thank you so much for joining us. Good luck tonight in the rest of the camp. Uh, thank you. Good kid. Brandon Byro, and he'll be in the lineup tonight. It's the preseason home opener. Of course, the regular season home opener presented by the BFLO store is coming up quickly. Join us Thursday, October 12th, Sabres Rangers, 7 p.m. Pre-game party in the plaza starts at 4. Blue and gold carpet walk into the game by the players. And, of course, along with the City of Buffalo Common Council, we'll be revealing the trailblazing street sign dedicated to Rick Jenneret. More details on that at sabers.com to come and of course for home opener tickets visit sabers.com slash tickets so it's always super fun for us to be able to set up in the arena on a game day and immediately jump into the show with a live guest yes it didn't allow us to properly get reacquainted how have you been and thank you for filling in entirely for me last week and a special shout out to alex tuck for having my back when he was worried that you were about to go solo. Yeah, no, obviously, Tucky really did his job. That was the first interview on Wednesday last week, uh, and I'm glad that you're here because you're feeling better, and that's great, and you were at the Some, go- some people are some saying people I feel say better. Yeah, yeah, blue and gold scrimmage on Saturday. You took part of that. and you, I did. Uh, oh, you, the highlight. The so how about this? I didn't really know that I was essentially filling in also for Jay Moran. Yeah, I, that's what I thought was the Like, I knew I was reason. doing bench interviews, right? So I'm filling in for Jay Moran. So it's I learned the hard way on the uh, puck out of play announcement at 11.20 a.m. Oh, no way. That the delay of more than a second when you're down there speaking to the entire arena is very, very, very troublesome, right? So you hear yourself back a second later? At least, probably closer to two. That's going to be Ask Zemgus about it someday because he took the (laughs) mic after and felt the same problem. Anyway, there were two 25-minute periods. Yes. My job as the PA announcer 
was to announce the goals and penalties, of which there were none. It was not a lot. Yes. You know, until very late in the game, which was hilarious. And then my my favorite moment of the day was the fact that so there's communication to you when a goal happens yeah. you're supposed to wait for the information to be relayed from the penalty box over to where we were and i'm like i got it like i already know you know like i know it was unassisted it was a penalty shot goal Tate Thompson it was Tate Thompson, the, yeah, and exactly. i know the time but the trick was it was a 25, 25 minute minutes. no no but i had it so when i walked out of the arena on saturday i ran into kevin adams and the first thing he said to me he goes I can't believe you got the time right on the goal. And see, I'm like, see, I think attention to detail. This is, it was all hilarious. All of those out here that are involved in youth hockey. Yes. And when you follow youth hockey score uh, updates online, if there's a website, a showcase or whatever, they don't give you, like if you score in the first minute of the game, it's going to say, let's say they're 15 minute periods. Mm-hmm. It's going to say 14, 10. Yeah. Which is well, not right. It's, it's the opposite, right? And I remember working as a kid and being the scorekeeper. And I used, it used to be a source of pride for yes. me to be able to do it by, by, by just looking at it and saying, okay, we're 12-minute period. There's 1 minute 56 left on the clock. So that, that's 10.04. Mm-hmm. And no one by like right away. And there was people that used to have the calculator and be like 12 minutes minus a minute 25 or whatever. And I'd be like... <laughs> Come on, people. And then calculators, they, they don't do to 60 seconds. They would do like, so they would sometimes be confused and they'd, they'd be, why is it 1082? Yes. Like 1082 doesn't work. But anyway, it was a source of pride. You did a fantastic job. I'm, well, I think it's funny that Kevin Adams noticed that. Yeah. But I will say this. So as you feel about sometimes you don't realize that there's hurdles in other people's jobs mm-hmm. because – you think, okay, they just grabbed the, mo- the mic, they announce it, they yeah. don't realize there's a delay. Well, Jay or- doesn't have to deal with that because he's up in the he's up in the press yeah. box. Yeah. But there's things like that. You know what my biggest challenge was last week, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, when uh, you is this were directly outside- related to me not being on the show? Yes. Okay. What? The biggest problem is that usually I'm on the left, and if you're watching on TV right now, I'm on the right side of your screen, but I'm on the left side of Duffer. I like to sit a little in front of you, yes. and I like to turn towards you. You yep. like to be more behind and have a better view of me. So then I sat on your side of the table so that it would have some consistency with the guests and everybody coming in. Uh-huh. And I did the same thing where I sat really close to the table, and every guest that came on were on my left, but they were way back. So now I really have to turn myself tougher to talk to the guest. Wednesday, I went home Wednesday afternoon, and my neck is sore. <laughs> my left shoulder, my left side of my neck is really sore, and I'm like, what did I do? Oh. And then I realized it's from sitting in your spot where I never sit there. Even when we're on TV, where we're on in studio, when mm. we're here, I'm always on the left side, you're always on the right. It just happened that for three days I was on the other side, and mm-hmm. my neck and, and shoulder were so stiff. I'm sorry. That's my fault. I was rubbing, like, hot, cold, like the, the shack, like, commercial thing on my, uh, on my neck. Okay, so we've now just exhausted three more minutes of valuable time talking great, about utter nonsense, stories. and it's my fault for bringing it up. What we haven't talked about is the preseason opener on Sunday in which there were any number of individual players we can speak of many of whom are playing again tonight. 
those players who are playing in the Sabres preseason home opener tonight against Boston at 7 o'clock, a game you can catch on WGR, Sports Radio 550, with <clears throat> along with Dan. Can I have a little 30-second sidebar? You just asked for it. You got it. Thank you. Um, so MSG will have the game on uh, tonight, so you can watch it on MSG, but mm-hmm. it is going to be the Nesson feed that will be shown on MSG. I used to think, like, I will never do this, turn the volume down and turn the radio. And now that it's hard to sync because you don't know. I'm telling you, go to the Odyssey app, app and then have your whatever, if you're watching on cable or on streaming or whatever, and then sync them with the WGR sound so that you can hear Dan and myself. And obviously, Razor's got an appearance at Hockeyville tonight, so he's not going to be there. So I'm yes. going to fill in. And uh, really looking forward to doing it. That's fun to do. Yes. Sabres will be in West Lorne tomorrow, and that's part of Craft Hockeyville. Then they're at Pittsburgh on Thursday, back here on Saturday afternoon against Columbus. But tonight in the lineup yes. for a second straight game, Zach Benson, Yuri Kulik, the previous guest on the show, Brandon Byro, Beersy. Tyson Kozak, Isaac Rosean, Philip Cedarquist, Riley Stillman, Kale Clegg. So putting all that together, recognizing the second chance of the preseason ahead for these guys. Where do you want to start based on Buffalo having won the preseason opener in come from behind slash blown third period lead shootout fashion against the Capitals Sunday afternoon? All right, I'll start with Zach Benson just quickly because obviously he got his first, in, in quotation, I'm doing bunny ears here for those listening on the radio, um, the first professional hockey goal. Yep. It's a preseason goal, but it's great, right? It's his first preseason game. He gets a nice deflection. Um, he's had a chance in training camp here to play with Thompson and Skinner a lot. Mm-hmm. Every time they were split, the, the, the white team, the blue team, the gold team, whatnot, they uh, had Benson with Thompson and Skinner. And so now he'll get to play with those two in tonight's game after a pretty good uh, showing in Washington on Sunday. Speaking of pretty good showing. This, this guy, he had a good showing last night, I'll tell you. He was, Peyton Krebs is walking by the, the TV, and he's going to come in and just wave at so the So if, if you're going to come in. Come then right in the middle. What, what, there you go. What you were saying last night, what did he do last night? So Miracle League? So he was League? in the Miracle League last night. Thank and, you for being uh, there. Ran around the bases about 18 times, you know, <laughs> following the, the fast runners. You, you, you Definitely heavy awesome. hitters there, he says. Yeah, Heavily hitters. So Peyton Krebs did an awesome job last night with a bunch of other Sabres and alumni that showed up at the Miracle League mm-hmm. for their all-star Sabres event. But Peyton Krebs looked good on Sunday. So um, He had a lot of responsibility. I, th- I thought yes. that's and, – and between him and Greenway and Jost, I thought they were really, really good in helping – Helping make the others, quite frankly, feel comfortable all the way through. Look, they, they, could, the they, could, have, they could have blown NHL. them out. Hunter Shepard yes. was really, really good, and the power play wasn't He's locked in. He's your guy, in. by the way. Yeah. Hunter Shepard is your guy. But, not my guy. He's but got a Calder Cope. Krebs so. with Jost and, and, and Greenway, those three made it look NHL, right? Mm-hmm. And there's other guys that, you know, they're, they're not there yet. I felt like Zach Benson made it look NHL. Sure he did. He really worked hard, and he still talks about how he needs to learn a way to be stronger on pucks. And, and I got to talk to him this morning because I'm like, hey, Thompson, Skinner, how do you change mm-hmm. your game? Because Sunday – you played with other line mates, and now you got yeah. these two. How do you change your game? I try not to change my game too much. So he was kind of giving me the, you know, the cliches and all of that. I'm like, okay, I'll ask you something more specific, Zach. If you have the puck and you're skating it out of your zone, are you the guy and the guy that likes to carry it through the neutral zone with speed? Mm-hmm. And how does that change now that you may look over to your left and see big 72 
and 53 may be at the far blue line saying, hey, Zach, I'm open, I'm open. And Caliposa was joking. He says, you're going to see him do like his you know, like 10, and, 10 and 2 while he skates at the far blue line. But Zach started laughing, but he's like, well, obviously I like to carry the puck through the neutral mm-hmm. zone, but if I see Thompson open, yeah. I'm going to give it to him. And so it changes. It sure changes does. things. And this is a big opportunity for Zach Benson. He played well on Sunday. But I really feel that we'll get to really know more about Zach Benson and how comfortable he is and how confident he is. I talked about cocky he is at times. But now it's more about confidence and playing your role, playing with Thompson and Skinner. Yes. And obviously, Yuri Kulik, uh, what a dazzling goal he scored in the blue and gold scrimmage on saturday i mean just a kind of an innocent little puck sitting there off the wall and he turned it into (laughs) under the bar like lightning fast laser it it was so well done and 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 yet yuri could have had a far more pronounced impact on that first game in washington because the sabers were afforded so many power plays early and the first four shot attempts all came from Yuri from the same spot, and he ended up with a stat line that I'm sure for him was disappointing, and that was the fact that he had five missed shots yes. out of his six shot attempts in the One game. One block, five missed, right? Yeah. yeah. And you know what? He'll get another chance on the power play tonight. Yes. Because he is scheduled to. I mean, things can change, and obviously Alex Tuck was supposed to be in the lineup. He will not play tonight, so Olivier Nadeau is going to take mm-hmm. his roster spot, and maybe that's going to change the lines, which was was reported on social media by many of the Sabres reporters this morning. Yeah. But Yuri Kulik, 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 um, not Kulik, Kulik. No, uh, Kulik. Kulik. Lick. Lick. Not leak. I love how they do that, by the way, how they have the guys say their own names so you can have the right pronunciation. But So Yuri, I'm here guy, for you. number 20, will be on the right flank. That's his spot. That's his yeah. one-timer shot. That's his I'm stepping in the middle shot. Mm-hmm. That's the Victor Olofsson spot type thing, right? Like if you think of power play in the right flank, that's his spot. But he'll be on with Roseanne in the bumper and Casey Milstadt on the left side. Mm-hmm. Milstadt's still a lefty, playing the left side, but it's more about the passing option. He's going to look for that seam down the middle mm-hmm. to Yuri on the back door, or Roseanne in front of the net, or Clegg back. I mean, this is going to be interesting to see how that works for Kulik and, and, and that second power play opportunity. Uh, before we break real quick, um, was there one other name you wanted to take from the preseason opener in that 4-3 shootout win? I've against been talking the Capitals. about Kozak a lot. And, okay. And through J.J. Uh, Paterka had a goal. He had a shootout goal. He had five shots on goal to lead the team. J.J. Paterka, by the way, and we talked to Byro about him coming out of the penalty box mm-hmm. and sending Paterka on that, that chance. And, and It's a really smart play really to stay with it. Really smart play from J.J. Paterka. And I laugh because Benoit Lair, a goalie coach in New York for many years, with a very thick French accent, would always say, guys, go off the back. Go off the butt, go off the back, go off the butt. And he would tell the guys, the guys would laugh. They'd be like, what are you talking about? But the smart players, they don't panic in that moment. JJ makes a nice little move, comes around. The puck is below the goal line. He gets it, and under control, he's like, I know exactly what I got to do. I got to go off butt. And he goes, poof, and it's in the net. Nothing Stevenson could do. Nothing he can do, but that's, that's the... 
the maturity I think that we're seeing out of JJ Paterka. Because last year I think he would have panicked in that mm -hmm. situation, even at Game Seventy last year in the regular season. I think he would have panicked a little bit in that situation. Mm -hmm. Did not panic at all. Um, so yeah, it was great to see Paterka uh, look good. I thought Eric Comrie looked really good. So we're oh. going to talk about it. Devin Levi expected to start. Tukarski ended up finishing really strong. He was yes. really good in the overtime when they got outplayed and then obviously was better than his counterpart in, in the, the shootout. shootout. Yeah, so. but Comrie, I talked to him this morning and I, because his pads don't have barely any puck marks. And I'm like, dude, are you washing those? Like, are you like wiping them down after every practice? And he goes, I'm just not making any saves. And he's laughing. And I'm like, well, you did in Washington. He goes. Yeah, I did. Felt pretty good about it. Yeah, stopped 19 of 21. He said first period didn't really feel like there was a ton. No, it was all Buffalo that period. And in the so, second period, yeah. he said a lot of east-west. And that as a goalie, I think, is the biggest adjustment in the preseason. Yeah. Because you see so many pucks come in at you in practice on flow drills where it's north-south, right? And they come in, in straight lines. You're set in your position. You're, you're ready for the shot. You make the save. Mm -hmm. But in games, in, in break, bro, broken down plays, there's all these lateral plays where you have to explode right to left, left to right. Mm -hmm. And I thought he made that one save before the second goal was excellent. And there was other opportunities that he, he looked really sharp. Well, the one thing we have learned in two-plus years doing this show together and years and years and years beyond that doing the pre- and post-game shows together is that we often think alike. But we do think differently enough to keep things interesting. So I will say this, the player of the game from my standpoint for Buffalo was a guest of yours on the show last week. Oh. He goes by the nickname of Yanni. Yanni. And Ryan Johnson led the Sabres in even strength time on ice on Sunday. I thought he was just incredibly yes. poised throughout the course of the game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tonight, we have a historic tandem for the Buffalo Sabres. Not just in Buffalo history, we're talking in NHL history. We'll dive into that story next. It's Sabres and Bruins from KeyBank this evening. This is Sabres Live. Stay with us. We're back with more of Sabres Live 
Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Welcome back. Just a beautiful fall day in downtown Buffalo and perfect for the preseason home opener tonight. The Bruins are in. You can catch the game on the Hodesy app, as Marty mentioned. Hodesy, H-O-A-U-D-A-C-Y. Yes, WGR Sports Radio 550 and, of course, MSG. On MSG, you will get the Bruins feed. And, oh, geez, am I that contagious already after one week? Yes. Oh, my. I'm sorry. I'm just, it's, it's a sympathy cough. Oh, well, in that case, uh, more of that, please. Um, let me say this. The lineup tonight has never been rolled out before in NHL history. The tandem that the Sabres oh. are employing in goal is the first time we have ever seen two goalies with the name Devon playing for the same team. And this is Devon with an A, like Devin, Devin with an O, Devin with an I, Devin with a Y. Okay. The NHL confirmed this for me after I sent them an email last night with a the 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 uh, subject matter was ridiculous question, <laughs> and they promptly responded to me. That was you putting that in a subject. Yeah, I put they it in the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they actually did nothing wrong. They they were very nice about it, the response. Now it, it, it is true. They've, we've never seen two Devons, but here's the interesting thing. We missed the story last year. There had never been a Devon, D-E-V-O-N, ever play goal in the NHL. So Was there ever a Levi play goal in the NHL? Well, that's a little different, right? I mean, probably not is my guess. Yeah, probably um, not. But I don't want to jump out on that limb. But I will say this. It did lead me down the path of, to your point, Devon Dubnik. Yes. So we have a little Devon trivia, but it's Dubnik slash Biron trivia. Okay. Okay. It's who start? Who appeared in more games in their NHL career? Marty Biron or Devin Dubnik? I would say Devin Dubnik. Who won more NHL? Is NH- that right? Yes. Okay. Who won more NHL games? Devin Dubnik or Marty Biron? Ooh, I'm going to say Devin Dubnik. Devin Dubnik is the correct answer. Who lost more games in their NHL career? Marty Biron or Devin Dubnik? Devin Dubnik. Devin Dubnik did, in fact, lose more games than Marty. It's like Who? Marty Brodeur is the all-time loser Who? in the NHL. He's also played like yes. 5,000 games. Um, Who had a higher save percentage in their career, Devin Ooh. Dubnik or Marty Baron? I'm going to say me. No, you by, were you were nine ten. Dubnik was nine fourteen. Oh, but he had some really bad years. But then he had who who, who had a better goals against average, Veron or Dubnik? Okay, well that I will say me because I played in the era where there was less goals. No, nope, you were tied two sixty one. Okay, that's me. I get the win. Okay, who had more assists in their career, Dubnik or Veron? Oh well, I'll say I played the puck pretty good, so I'll yeah. say me. You had twice as many assists, yeah, and who had more penalty minutes? I did. You did. Okay. See, there you go. You I won a couple the, of categories. I was the offensive and tough goaltender. And just by the way, yes. Levi was the first Levi to play mm-hmm. goal in the National Hockey League. But not the there first Levi. There was a Levinsky that was close enough to okay. the Levi. Okay. 
Yeah. Well, that was actually how NHL Stats responded was not only Devons, they said anybody with a D-E-V to oh, yes, start their name. But anyway. So they did that type of search. But I'll tell you this. I thought what you were you saying ex- the numbers because there's a 27 and a 62 tonight mm-hmm. in that for the Sabres. Yeah, we I should say, by the way, Devin Levi and Devin Cooley, if you're not paying attention. Yes, that, that that's, is the, that's what uh, it is. Yeah. Devin Levi is 27 and Devin Cooley is 62. I don't think I've ever seen a goalie tandem that have 27 and 62 as No, numbers. I think we can confirm that's never happened as well. So what do we expect from those two netminders, specifically Devin Levi, who's likely to get the first two periods tonight. I think Devin Levi has looked really good in camp so far in scrimmages, in practices, in goalie workouts. He's really looked comfortable, uh, has worked extremely hard to a point where the one practice, I think it was Thursday last week, I was watching the first 10 minutes of practice, and I'm like, dude, you got to settle down. Like, he is like Dominic Hasek out there where he was trying to stop every single puck mm-hmm. and and – and battle like a crazy As you person. Should. Well, I, it worked for Dom. It worked for Dom. Dom was a freak of nature. But again, I always will say this: Brian Miller was the same way. Henrik Lundqvist was the same way. The best are that way. Um, I had one practice in New York, my first training camp, and then the goalie coach came over to me and says, "Marty, uh, how about you slow yourself down in the first ten minutes of practice because you don't have any energy for the end." I was older, but still, I like to think that my goalies build up to that but Devin Levi went right into it and was battling like a crazy person and I love that so what do I expect from Devin Levi look it's still preseason you know getting that game feel um but I watched and maybe that's bad of me to do but I look at the Boston Bruins roster that's coming in Mm -hmm. and I think this should be not only a place where you build confidence and you dominate for Devin Levi, it should be like that for a lot of Buffalo Sabres. It should be like that for Thompson. It should be like that for Darlene. It should be like that for a lot of Sabres. Because mm-hmm. I think Boston's bringing in a good lineup. And that's okay. It's training camp. And, you know, sometimes you're going to get those difference in the rosters. But it should be a confidence build-up right here for Devin Levi. I don't think there's that much difference, quite frankly. I mean, you have a few well-known Sabres, but for the most part, it's very much like Sunday's game, and that is continuing to give the young forwards in this organization an opportunity to try to take a position that may be open because of Jack Quinn's injury. Like, yeah, like, I, I get that, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, you, like at... we just talked about, we're seeing Benson again, we're seeing Kulik, we're seeing Byro, we're seeing Kozak, we're seeing Roseanne, we're seeing Cedarquist, and not to mention, Yops and Murray are getting their first games as well of the preseason and i texted the group on sunday when we got word of how it was all going to shake down i loved the lineup that granado and company put together on sunday if you're going to talk the talk organizationally and not block players they want players that can give them the opportunity and now we're seeing it on consecutive nights here they are following through with their words right now and this is the i love it And, and and again we cited Krebs and Greenway and Jost for their kind of veteran involvement and stability, I thought, all around in their, in their game the other night. But really what we're looking at here is Sunday's game that had so many young guys and tonight's game. The, put the emphasis where it should be, which is what we've been talking about all summer. How do they fill in those holes among the forward ranks? You've got to give people opportunities and not just one. You've got to give them multiple opportunities to be Correct. able to show you what they've got. Not everybody's going to have a perfect game all the time, but – over three or four games, the Sabres play seven preseason games. Can some of those guys play four? And five in and seven days this week. Exactly. And then be like, okay, 
three out of the four were really good. 75% of it was really good, which is if you do three out of four really good games in the regular season, Mm -hmm. you're going to play 60 really good games. That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot, right? So that's what they want to see. But I also look at Boston and say, who does Boston bring in tonight? Like veterans, like guys that are going to be at the forefront of the Boston Bruins this year. There's really not too many of those guys. Like Milan Lucic is coming in. He's one of the probably most known forwards, veterans, and, and he's playing. Denton Heinen is going to be here. Uh, you got uh, Brendan Carlo on the back end, Matt Grizzlick on the, bra- on the back end. So that's what they've got. You compare that to Skinner and Thompson mm-hmm. and Darlene and Samuelson, um, it makes a, and Middlestat, it makes a big difference. And this is... Uh, game two of the preseason, game three happens tomorrow in West Lorne, Ontario, and yes. that is against the Leafs in the Kraft Hockeyville game. They are at Pittsburgh on Thursday, and then they are home here against the Jackets on Saturday afternoon at 3 p.m. So, again, huge opportunity for the young players. I will say this, too, as, as you can attest because you've done it many times, standing where Razor stands during a game like I did for the blue and gold scrimmage on sun Saturday, even with it being an exhibition affair, what a vantage oh. point. And it only took about three minutes for somebody to slam a bench door, start complaining about the officials and, it's a and having just that intensity and the frustration that comes with failure in the moments, right? Like yeah. remember failure is, the prevailing theme through sports. Nobody succeeds most of the time. Game of the mistakes. Whole, the whole point is you <laughs> you try to have a higher you know percentage of times where you do compared to your opponent. But the majority of the game is is failure. So when when you're in those and I I, I use that as a broad brush. I I I, I realize you. To, we try not to point out every mistakes, but right. we could fill out an hour show after a game and say, well, sure. there's a mistake here, a yeah. mistake there, a mistake but there. But it's more fun to look at the amazing plays and celebrate the athletes but for... they come from failing at some point. Right. And saying, I can do this play instead of doing something else. But I will say I was fascinated by just how intense, even, even though it was defensive in nature, and Don joked about that. Um, like, so what I was going to dial it all back to was Jeff Skinner playing with Thompson and Benson tonight. I loved how engaged Jeff was emotionally in the game. And I think that spills over. And it's a really good opportunity for Benson to be around players who have such incredible experience like Thompson and Skinner do. It makes a big difference, obviously, like the intensity and the competitive level. Like, I love hearing about that. It's a blue and gold scrimmage and people compete. I love hearing of when they play three-on-three little games. And then we used to joke about it all the time, but after the three-on-three, the winning team would say, team picture, and then they'd all gather together because it's what it's fun. Uh, But there's another level. Mm -hmm. There's another level. Even from Saturday's blue and gold scrimmage to Sunday's preseason game, Mm -hmm. there's another level. And I think game two is going to reach another level, especially internally for the Sabres. And I think that's what the focus on. I know I talked about the Boston Bruins roster coming into this game tonight and that's what you get in preseason but uh, how do you handle it internally when you're Tage Thompson and Jeff Skinner and Darlene to make sure that you're getting your work now it's not like the Bruins haven't plugged in some holes through free agency over yes. the course of the summer but this is also the first time in forever that the Bruins aren't the same old Bruins yes. so whoever is in the Bruins lineup tonight 
is also just like the Saber guys recognizing this there's as an incredible opportunity, yeah, right? There's there's no Marshan and there's no Pasternak, obviously, and there's no McAvoy. And no, but more importantly, Bergeron and Krejci moving on. Like this is a different era, Boston yeah, Bruins. Yeah, but that's one of the thing is that well, okay, somebody because those guys are not dressed, yeah. is going to get power play time. Sure, Sabers are going to take penalties. Yeah. Somebody's going to get power play time. How do you get that opportunity? Mm-hmm. Well, if Marchand and Pasternak and and James Van Riemsdyk and Charlie Coyle and Pavel Zaka and all these guys are playing, mm-hmm. you may not get a power play opportunity. Brendan Byro sta- stood here, which by the way. Correction, he didn't play a game last year. He played a game two years ago. That was my bad, but that's almost a half hour ago, so um, that's the way it goes. But uh, Brendan Byron was like, well, you know, I know I'm not going to get power play tonight. I got power play Sunday, but I'm not getting it tonight. Thompson and Skinner and those guys are dressed. Yeah. So, But Boston is seeing guys that are going to get opportunities, mm-hmm. right? Like we got a local Buffalo kid, local Clarence Williamsville kid, Trevor Kuntar, going to play his first preseason game. Focus on the Sabre local. Joe Sicconi. Joe Sicconi, yeah, absolutely. Huge, so there's a couple huge of, night for him. Maybe we should brand this game the Kuntar Sicconi like matchup. Let's go. Let's build it up. But, but I'm just saying some guys are getting opportunities now. Maybe with the Sabers, to, tonight's opportunity is more focused on Kulik, Roseanne, Benson mm-hmm. because they are playing with higher talent or higher experience guy. But with Boston, there's full of opportunities everywhere. Take a quick time out, come oh, back with one one yeah, one word from the hockey world as preseason is nicely underway. Stay with us. It's safe. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend four point four hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Well, Marty... Should I come back tomorrow, or do you just want to go with solo like you did last Wednesday, no, Thursday, come back. Friday? Please come back. Okay. One word. We're uh, experiencing the buildup to the preseason home opener tonight. Mm-hmm. Right here at Key Bank Center, the Bruins and Sabres, 7 p.m. But it is time for one word, as we often do, if we have time, on a Tuesday. So let us start with one word from NHL preseason play last night to describe Simone Nemitz's goal versus Montreal. Dump it in. It's not one word, but that's how Eric Bolton used to always say, dump it in. Now, this was about as bad as you can get when it comes to a goaltender. Puck went up the uh, corner wall and made its way to the goal, and Samuel Montembeau decided to just say, I'm going to be so technical in that moment that it's going to ramp off my skate, go off my pants, and into the net. It was a terrible goal. But hey, if you're going to yeah, waste it? Was, it, was it as bad as the Oilers and Flames heritage jerseys that have been revealed? One word for that is, uh, I would say, uh, I don't want to be too harsh on it. but You uh, can be. Uh, you're, you're a ugly. talk show host. You're ugly. allowed to be. Ugly. Ugly? Ugly is the Oilers Who's, uh, setup. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. the Flames is fine. It's, it's plain. Fine. It's red and white and cream or whatever. The Oilers setup is ugly. That's the one word. One word for Logan Cooley's dazzling preseason tilt down under. Um, uh, I would say uh, athletic, 
because uh, the way that he spun himself around, the way that he turned, the way that he got back to the puck and the shot, it was very athletic, um, almost to uh, artistic would be one word as well. So they're a combine of the two of them. My one word for that play? Yeah. Zemgus. Zemgus? Because Gergensen's told me about Cooley oh, yeah, five days right. prior, said, look out for this kid. And sure enough, in his first preseason game, he absolutely put on a show with that amazing goal. Yes. One word for tonight. What do we expect? MB43? Uh, a, a buzz. I think there's going to be a buzz in the building. Everybody's looking forward to the season, looking forward to this this energy. So buzz is the one word. Yeah, perfect day for it. We'll see you tonight here at Key Bank and see you tomorrow on Sabres Live. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.